Hey, good evening, Adarsh. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, it's been raining here in Bangalore, and the weather has gotten quite pleasant. Uh, oh, is it? I hope uh, Mumbai is also having a good weather down there. No, it's not actually. It's quite hot in here. Oh, somewhat uh, windy, but still quite hot and humid. Uh, hopefully, this long uh, weekend in the for the markets might be helpful for people to uh, rest at their homes. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking, speaking of the markets, uh, uh, jumping right into a uh, tremendous week that last uh, entire uh, five days happened in the market. Uh, right. Some of the trades that were discussed last week uh, turned out to be not so so the way that we had thought of. Um, so, what's your take on the entire thing that happened? Uh, uh, starting with the uh, final tranche of finance minister announcement that went public. Uh, there was a reaction from the market. A uh, uh, lot of things that happened last week. Right. So I think uh, <clears throat> final tranche uh, was on Sunday. Yeah. So the market continued their downward trajectory on Monday as well. Mm-hmm. There was no significant like market didn't pay much heed or attention to what the FM had to offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the issues that I had in my trade was I did not carry any position over the weekend. So right. had I been short uh, on Friday itself, it would have been helpful. So mm-hmm. markets were quite at the lower levels. So uh, taking a shot, like through say uh, writing call options or buying a put option, wasn't that attractive. Right. Having said that, I still got into a trade just before the expiry. Right. On twentieth. Right. So sold. Uh, 9200 call option, right? It was around 15 rupees the premium, mm-hmm. but then it all went haywire after that, <laughs> right? Right, and so I remember last time when we were discussing, uh, we saw that the 9500 level uh, uh, seemed quite a big headwind for the Nifty to cross, and yet the time premium was around 50 rupees, around 50 rupees, what we saw around 9500, and we were trying to bet that. Uh, unfortunately, as the market opened, it crashed, I think, uh, way below uh, instantly. Uh, so that led down the entire trade that we had set up. Uh, and I think Correct. I could not make any trade on Monday. But on uh, on the other second day, when there was a slight bit of recovery, I was uh, able to short on the 9,300 uh, call option for the 21st May uh, option expiry, uh, which was fairly priced around uh, 30 rupees uh, with just two days in the time uh, to expire, it felt like a good uh, trade to get in. And uh, and I could get out on the same day at around 900 bucks. Uh, 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 but what happened next was the most interesting bit, I think, when the markets surged. Correct. I think that was primarily because of the cabinet's approval. PM and the cabinet approved the finance minister's plan. Right. But the... the in my opinion, it wasn't that big a news because obviously the plan had to be approved coming from the PM itself. So right. apart from that, I did not see any other such bullish sentiment in the market. But despite that, it was quite bullish and wasn't willing to go below 9100. Once it crossed that level, it was hell bent on staying above that level even on expiry day because that- of which the premiums were quite high. Correct. And and that that's so true. I mean, I mean, if you look even at the global context and you look at uh, NASDAQ and S&P 500, even they, uh, NASDAQ were almost hitting 
uh, its old time highs once again uh, like the global market had had like a, a resurge in its uh, optimism somewhat uh, in the earlier part of this week and that's why probably the 9000 somehow became a resistance level even for uh, indian market uh, for that very brief period and we saw with the even the 9000 wide 109200 trade that you mentioned uh, the market was simply not uh, ready to expire below that correct i think uh, i just remembered when you mentioned global markets mm-hmm. there was one news flash around the initial trials of the covid-19 virus vaccine right and those trials were supposedly quite successful correct so maybe because of that there was a surge in optimism across the globe and resulting in the same being shown on the indices as well right right and and there have been uh, so many stories that have uh, ran across the moderna uh, vaccine that you refer one of the vaccine that you are referring the moderna covid 19 data and, and and that was quite fascinating that people were even linking indian investors uh, to moderna like i i remember reading somewhere that ajit premji is one of the investors there Uh, so there oh. was quite a bit of optimism around there right 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 and and going forward in the week uh, also i think uh, rbi was scheduled uh, to make an announcement i i hope there was some kind of optimism around it as well yeah what's your take on that yeah so i think that was also something that was built in so uh, given what rbi announced i think it was quite a bold step to cut down the repo rate to 4% mm-hmm. i think in That's the last low, yeah, almost yeah since yeah, yeah. in the last two months i think they have cut almost 85 bips or something mm, right in the two rate cuts that they have had right and i don't know how much i think this was more like a sentiment booster i don't know if actually in the coming week if we will be able to see that happening right but in my opinion this along with the repo rate cut there were the other policies that they announced something like interest on working capital can be converted to a term loan banks group exposure limit was increased to 30% i don't know whether these are actually these will be helpful for fueling the growth or bringing growth back to say normal levels or it's just fueling another debt bubble right and 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 if you look at uh, the other concern around it was also the extension of moratorium Uh, uh for to further 3 months so just to just to give a brief background rbi had announced this moratorium i think in late uh, march around april that uh, uh, that all loans starting from i think mid of march or first of march uh, would get a, a kind of a holiday extension on their emis for 3 months when uh, they can make a delayed payment remember it is not a waiver of emis but they could make a delayed payment and, and their credit score would not be getting affected now that has got further extended Uh, which i believe is good for uh, the end consumers not so good news for example all the banks and nbfcs that are already reeling under the npa issues correct and i was reading somewhere that the moratorium the facility that has been offered uh, commercial loans have availed that facility a lot more as compared to the retail customers right right uh, so i don't know if that makes any difference as such but maybe right and that, that is an another interesting take actually altogether uh, which connects to say probably your tltro uh, 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 operations by rbi earlier uh, first the tltro version 1 where they tried to uh, they forced all the banks to buy the corporate papers and uh, debentures uh, 
Correct. They went out buying uh, only uh, papers issued by big names like uh, Reliance Industries and HDFC instead of helping out the NBFCs. And then RBI came out with their TLTRO 2.0 to help the NBFCs, but that has not taken off. So I think that also connects to your uh, angle where uh, how this liquidity is getting uh, drilled into uh, the consumer SME segment versus the direct retail segment. Correct. And uh, taking that thought forward, so despite RBI reducing the rate to 4% and all the other steps that they have taken, still there is only a limit to which they can push the banks. Right. Even I think banks will be hesitant to give out loans and infuse any kind of liquidity in these sectors. Though the PM has announced all those measures, right. but whether all of those will actually pan out and there'll be liquidity in the sector is something which we'll have to wait and watch. Right. And I, I think that uh, kind of uh, skepticism is still there in the banking world. And, and if you look at some of the results that got announced recently, Bajaj was quite hogged the limelight as one of the marquee and BFCs in the space. And even they saw the doubling of their bounce rates. Uh, they, in fact, made a provision of around 900 crore just for this COVID hit uh, moratorium and change in user ha uh, habits of paying on time. Uh, now, with this extension, uh, we can only wonder if that provisioning is going to get doubled or increased further. Uh, and, and not to mention that already the lending operations have taken a huge hit. Like all these NBFCs that did not uh, lend anything in the month of April when there was complete lockdown. In the month of May also, they are just starting out in the SME segment. I don't think any consumer lending is happening on a significant scale yet. So with all that, I think uh, Bank Nifty particularly would be uh, uh, under a huge pressure going into this week also. And maybe uh, some of it might reflected into the Nifty overall uh, sense, the index also. We uh, could think of some kind of trades around that. So I agree with you. Uh, one more point to add over that is this is what, this is what you told about Bajaj Finance is with respect to that being the largest NBFC. Largest right. or the one of one the largest, of the largest NBFCs. Yeah, if you go down the line mm -hmm. and look at some tier or the smaller NBFCs, there will be a bloodbath probably. Correct. I mean, the I don't know what kind of NPAs those companies will be looking at. Right. Or the kind of recovery they are expecting going ahead. So, yeah, as you pointed out, Bank Nifty should be under pressure going ahead. And... Probably as more and more companies announce their Q4 results, markets will be better informed about, because till now everyone has been under that kind of an uncertainty, whether what's going on, how have the results panned out, etc. So going ahead, I think that will be, that will be hugely helpful for the market to price the indices and the securities correctly. Right. And we may see again some pressure or, some upside pressure. So I'll still continue to look for calls uh, to write. Right. Around the 9,300, 9,400 levels. Correct, correct. And and in, in uh, just drawing that to uh, another extent, uh, like particularly if you look at the bank nifty charts right now, uh, I mean, even yeah. there is a, a huge open interest around the 18,000 level, though it is around 17,200. Uh, with uh, nearly a premium price of right now around 136 rupees uh, for the 28th May expiry. So, so there is quite of uh, premium level still left, and I'm not sure how 
the bank nifty would play out you can uh, put more lights on that you can think of there yeah so i think uh, when it comes to premium bank nifty as compared to nifty has a slightly higher premium mm-hmm. because the volatility there is quite high compared to nifty right and in these times uh, bfsi as a sector generally we uh, we observe larger swings in that particular sector as compared to other industries because that is the sector which is being hit directly correct correct and and and, and going back to the original trade ideas also anything i'll agree to the uh, uh, writing of call options here and Uh, not just nine thousand three hundred. I believe even nine thousand two hundred, which is around at fifty bucks right now. Even that might be a safer bet uh, to uh, write. And 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 the reason being number one, it we have still a, a decent margin of around two hundred points for the market to cover, and it will have uh, just three days. Uh, given that the U.S. market is also closed on Monday and. Uh, there is all, already a negative sentiment around uh, the RBI's announcements. So uh, one can even think of uh, writing a 9,200 call option with and probably picking up a, a protection uh, call, say around at 9,500, just for uh, that uh, tail event that might happen. I agree, Manoj. Uh, given the nine, given the sentiment, I think we should be. If we are lucky, we'll be able to get that price. I'm not sure tomorrow if we'll be able to get that price. That that that, that is absolutely correct. That that is that is absolutely true, and and that's why I uh, I, I even I would have gone for nine thousand three hundred. Watch optimum bet, but uh, even that the markets will correct on Tuesday when it opens. So uh, that's why I felt like nine thousand two hundred would be a good point. Uh, so jumping right out to uh, some of the positive things or some of the news items that are happening this week. Uh, I think uh, there are quite many uh, other uh, earnings announcements that are coming out, uh, and uh, not just uh, from the BFSI space, uh, but also from FMCG majors like Dabur. Uh, but uh, on the F- uh, BFSI space again, there were two items that I would like to highlight from Bajaj announcements uh, hmm. that were that that are key things that we should watch out. Uh, In the future, one is uh, their focus on uh, the gold-backed uh, loan schemes, which they felt still will have a positive resilience even when the economy opens up, and it will probably have a still a good uptake. Uh, given that, probably the earnings of Muthoot Finance that is going to come next week uh, hmm. will be a good uh, indication of how uh, they uh, the how the gold loans have behaved in this uh, lockdown period, and they will give us an indication. of how the economy will open up uh, the other big point i think that that has been uh, being said across different forums is that uh, there is a lot of resilience in the consumer market when it comes to lending space which people have uh, been too much pessimistic about so talk about mm-hmm. fris or talk about uh, your uh, very uh, rural sector lending space uh the npas are not that bad as it was expected it, it is still one of those positive uh, places to look at so uh, again uh, hoping that the ujjivan finance results which is also going to come next week uh, probably will throw some light on right i think that's an interesting take because generally our notion is those will be the sectors which will be the most affected right. but as you mentioned those that might not be true it might be actually the opposite of that 
right right and and that's uh, that's probably the positive note that i think uh, we would try like to round up uh, this episode here uh, yeah sure manoj Uh, it was great connecting to you hoping uh, that the next week which is probably i think the last week of lockdown 4.0 i uh, hope so yeah of 4.0 uh, of <laughs> lockdown i'm not sure yeah, yeah. so hopefully uh, there is no further versions of lockdown uh, that comes in our next episode yeah. yeah i also hope that thanks a lot manoj yeah it was a pleasure talking thanks adarsh bye thank you